This is Change Your Mindset Podcast, the podcast that helps change your life by helping change the mindset of the 99% into the 1% mindset. Here's your host, Adrian Gomez. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Change Your Mindset. As always, I'm your host, Adrian Gomez. The dangerous rise of iPad kids. The title states exactly what it is. Kids are being raised with iPads. I'm sure you've seen it yourself, whether you go to restaurants or you just go out in public overall. Every young kid has either a phone in their face or an iPad. In my personal opinion, I think it's very dangerous, raising your kid with technology. Within the last couple of weeks, myself, just going out and having breakfast and dinner out in public at restaurants, I've seen kids misbehaving. And when they're misbehaving, the parents give them either their phone or an iPad. And instantly the kid starts behaving and is pretty much glued to that iPad or iPhone. And when the food arrives, they're looking at the iPad, iPhone while they eat. And the whole time, that is what they do at a restaurant. And by no means, I'm not telling people how to parent. People can raise their kids as they choose. It's their kids, their responsibility. But the point is, back then in the day, parents would discipline, raise their kids, talk to their kids while they eat or at restaurants. And for myself, when I was younger, thankfully, technology wasn't around to this extent. My parents would personally play tic-tac-toe on a piece of paper or hangman. And back then, restaurants even had papers and give you crayons to draw or color. Back then, times were more simpler and people actually communicate with each other. But like going back to the point of restaurants and seeing kids with phones and tablets in their faces, you see where they get it from. While these kids have tablets in their faces, their parents are also on their phones at restaurants. People can't even communicate no more. People are too busy looking at the phones more than being a human, being a civilized human and having a conversation, which used to be normal back in the day. But now technology has ruined lives. And technology is now consuming kids' lives. And not just consuming kids' lives, it's also raising kids. YouTube, social media, games are raising kids. And majority of time, parents don't even know what their kids are watching or what they're even playing, which is very dangerous. Because now with technology, Kids can be looking at so many things if they're not monitored, such as pornography, violence, and what these social media influencers are telling and teaching your kids, which is very dangerous because you don't even know what they are teaching them or even, in fact, talking to them about. And a lot of messages nowadays are not positive. They are very negative. I see that's easy to throw a phone or a tablet in a kid's face because it occupies them. It makes them quiet. It makes them not your problem during that time frame when you want peace and silence. That's easy. And with technology now, we made parenting easy 
for those type of situations. And we made communicating with each other, solving problems, less efficient and less effective. Like I said, technology can be used for good or it can be used for bad, depending on how someone uses it. And it is really sad because a lot of places I go, I see kids with phone and tablets in their faces. Now they're becoming brainwashed and they're going to end up being zombies. It's bad enough that the average person is already glued to their phone. People have no lives besides looking at their phone and see what's going on on social media and letting life go by as they let technology consume them. And now we're letting kids being raised and taught as technology and social media being normal as part of your life and that you can consume it every single second. And we're making that very normal. What kids consume when they're early age is very dangerous because at kids at an early age, they consume a lot. They absorb a lot of knowledge. They absorb what they see and what they hear. If we let technology and iPads and social media raise kids, that is going to hurt them in the long run in their future, growing up and being an adult. They're going to be more antisocial. They're not even going to communicate with people. They're just going to be glued to their phone or their tablet, whatever it is. And that's all they're going to want. That's all they're going to want to consume. If we think we have a problem with people being lonely, people having anxiety, people being suicidal, we're going to have a worse problem in the future. This is going to speed up the process even more and make the rates double, triple, quadruple. Who knows how many times this is going to make it worse than the current situation with society. There was a video that went viral and the video is actually coming from a person from Gen Z. And most of the things he says is pretty accurate. How people are raising their kids with tablets. Take a listen to this clip. I need everybody else in my generation to promise that we are not going to raise iPad children. Please. I just saw a TikTok from some millennial. And she was like, here's a message to Gen Z. You might make fun of us, but watch out. We're raising the next generation and they're going to eat you up. Your kids can't read. Okay? You're raising Gen Alpha. They're bizarre and terribly behaved. Y'all bred iPad children. You've been shoving media and screens in these kids' faces since birth. They probably have no imagination because their brain hasn't actually been forced to come up with any original thought. Gen Z, please, when we are older, don't give your kids iPads at the dinner table. If I'm older and I have my kids and I bring them to a restaurant and I see fellow parents at the table next to me and their kids have iPads at a restaurant in public? Well, I'm going to scream because what the hell is that? Can you not make your child behave for more than five seconds that they can live without an iPad for a dinner? Can you not give your child enough attention and like actually converse with them and like teach them things and have conversations? Why do you have to just give them an iPad to make them shut up? Why are they even there then? What are you doing? What, what is your parenting style? People are going to come at me and be like, oh, you're 21. What do you know about being a parent? I don't know. I look at kids and they're like terribly behaved. I saw a TikTok of a girl talking about how she was a summer camp for a bunch of like Gen Alpha kids. And they were like the most poorly behaved kids she's ever seen in their entire lives. We have to right a wrong, guys. We have to make our kids normal, please. The unfortunate truth, mostly what he said is pretty accurate. If anything, all of it is accurate. You see it everywhere. Like I said, I've seen at restaurants. 
plenty of times, even within the last couple of weeks. It's pretty bad. But this is how society is becoming. This is actually considered normal. And we are normalizing this, which is very dangerous. Just to show how dangerous this is, there's an article by NBC News on December 13th, 2022, by Elizabeth Chuck. And the title is, Research finds more negative effects of screen time on kids, including higher risk of OCD. A new study suggests that reliance on devices may hinder children's ability to learn to regulate their emotions. Another linked video game use to a risk of obsessive compulsive disorder. Two new studies show associations between screen time and behavioral and psychological risk for children adding to a growing body of evidence that excessive use of smartphones and other devices can be deleterious to their health. In one study, researchers reported a link between screen time and higher rates of obsessive-compulsive disorder diagnosis among preteens. In the other, the results suggested that using electronic devices to calm youngsters when they're upset may inhibit their ability to learn to soothe themselves leading to more frequent, intense emotional outbursts. The studies published in a separate journal on Monday followed their young participants to observe the effects of screen time over months or years. The study on OCD was published in the Journal of Adolescent Health and tracked more than 9,200 children for two years, starting at ages 9 to 10. Researchers logged how much time the kids spent on devices and found that 4.4% qualified for a new OCD diagnosis. The odds of developing the disorder over the study period increased by 15% for every hour a kid played video games, and by 11% for every hour that they watched videos, according to the findings. Texting, video chatting, and social media use were not connected with a higher risk of developing OCD, but... They may be because this cohort did not yet use this much, the authors pointed out. Kids who are spending a lot of time playing video games to some extent, even developing a video game addiction, I think that those kids report that they feel the need to play video games more and more and they're unable to stop even if they try, said lead study author Dr. Jason Nagata an assistant professor of pediatrics at the University of California, San Francisco. Those kids can develop intrusive thoughts about video game content. But participants who developed OCD had symptoms that extended beyond their screen use, he said. It is possible that kids predisposed to OCD are simply more likely to use screens. According to the International OCD Foundation, about half a million kids and teenagers in the United States have OCD, a disorder in which intrusive thoughts repeatedly enter people's minds, leading them to behaviors they feel they need to do repeatedly. The researchers noted that they found an association between OCD and streaming videos on devices, but not with the traditional television watching. YouTube uniquely allows for compulsive viewing of very similar content, Nagata said. It allows a kid to be really hyper-focused on one content area. 
and that can develop into obsessions and compulsions. The correlation with OCD was present across genders, he added. Why using devices to calm kids may backfire. The other study published in the journal JAMA Pediatrics looked at children ages 3 to 5. Unlike previous research that examined the effects of screen usage, this one focused on parents giving children's devices during emotional moments, times when the kids were crying, whining, and needing some help calming down, said lead study author Dr. Jenny Radeski. Radeski, a developmental behavioral pediatrician at the University of Michigan Health, Mott Children's Hospital, said device calming was correlated with an increase in emotional outburst in certain children, generally young boys and kids who already show hyperactive impulsiveness and intense reactions when angry. These kids have bigger emotions, he said. They're more likely to just want something and want it now and are honestly harder to parent. The study included 422 parents and 422 children. Data collection ended in January 2020, with participants followed for six months. Devices can backfire because they can calm children and distract them during tantrums, but they may not deter them from repeating such outbursts, Radeski said. Whenever a negative behavior is followed by something pleasing, that's going to uninitially and accidentally reinforce it, she said. Instead, parents can try other techniques. Radeski suggested including giving their child a hug or having them do exercises like jumping on a trampoline. The results do not mean parents have to eliminate screen time from their children's lives, Radeski added. You want them to learn other ways of managing their emotions, she said. At the same time, parenting is hard. So yes, use it as a tool, but it's not the only tool that you have. Steps parents can take. The two studies are not cause for panic, but their findings reinforce the importance of seeking balance in a child's life when it comes to smartphones and tablets, said Mitz Preinstein the chief science officer for the American Psychological Association, who was not involved in either study. What people need to remember is the more time the kids are on screen, that means there's a less time that they're getting a lot of things that we know are incredibly important for child development, including interaction with adults, sleep, opportunities to read, and conversations that are more interactive with nonverbal cues, he said. Nagata reiterated that just because their kid is playing video games doesn't mean they're definitely going to develop OCD, he said. There's some kids who have 10 hours or more of video games every day. That can really add up. Radeski, meanwhile, encouraged parents to talk to their children's feelings with them. She said if parents are noticing that kids, specifically your boys, are struggling with handling frustration, or knowing what to do when they're having a big emotion or getting really frustrated when they can't do something on their own, take a moment to label the feeling. Then, ask kids what they can do to address that emotion, she added. Giving them that sense of mastery takes more time than mobile devices do. But that is really a mindset 
I hope parents have toward a child who's really showing difficult behaviors," she said. And that's the end of the article. I'm sure there's many other reasons how these tablets, how these phones, are affecting a young kid's mind. Like I said, technology is very dangerous, or it can be very helpful. We gotta use it as a tool, not to rely on it, not to use it for every single thing. But unfortunately, the way the average person uses technology is for the worse. And if we think we have a messed up society now, imagine where we will be in the future. That is a scary thought. Now more than ever, kids need to be protected because there's a lot of crazy things that happen on the internet, and kids need to be monitored and watched, of course. And there's also a lot of people that have very sinister plans. But at the end of the day, parents are razor kids. How they see fit, but the generation of iPad kids is a very dangerous one. But let's hope technology does not destroy kids' mindsets and their futures. That's going to be for this podcast episode. As always, truly appreciate you for listening. Thank you, Patreon member Blade Two Six Two, for supporting the podcast. If you want to be a Patreon member and support the podcast, you can do that by the link in the description below. As always, please subscribe and share with other people these podcast episodes if you find them helpful or knowledgeable. Thank you again. I wish you the best. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Change Your Mindset podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for a new episode. As always, change your mindset to change your life.